Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. Uh, I'm excited about our guest today. I know you guys are going to learn a ton, a ton from our guest today. And uh, somebody I've really just gotten to know over the last few months. And uh, one of the things my wife says to me all the time is about uh, an optimistic outlook on life. And sometimes I can drive her crazy with my optimism. But I think I have found somebody that challenges me for the title of most optimistic. So... (laughs) Uh, I, I'm excited for you guys to get to know our guest today. Our guest today is Carl Shepard. And Carl, welcome to the podcast, Corey, uh, Principles of Corey and Logan. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be a guest today. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm excited to get to know you. And your story is going to be one of uh, that's really going to encourage. And before we hopped on, I, I just ask you, if, if you could title your life's journey up until this point, you, you said overcoming your battles, and you've overcome some, and I, I'm excited about uh, everyone getting to hear your story. But before we do, I always like to ask the question, you know, our podcast is called Principles with Corey and Logan. And uh, for you, what are some of the principles or core values that, that are important to you that you try to live out? Well, you know, Corey, I think uh, being a servant um, is first and foremost a uh, one of my main principles. I uh, I love to serve people. I, I love to you know whether it's um, helping somebody you know giving them a hand up or just being there to be available for anybody in need. That's one thing that you know for me that has served me well. Um, and then I, I like to be an encourager. Um, there's something about encouraging other people once you once you've helped them and you've served them to encourage them to know that they can continue on and make it through whatever struggles or whatever situations that they may face. So I think those are the two biggest uh, principles, values that I hold, you know, true to is be an encourager, be somebody that you would, you want somebody to be to you, you know. Um, I know there's been a lot of people throughout my journey that has encouraged me, that's given me a uh, encouraging word. And I know that there's been a ton of people that has served me in one way or another. And just to be able to to repay that because I know how much, how important and how much it meant to me. Mm, that's good stuff, Carl. Those are two great attributes, you know, uh, servant and serving other people and uh, being an encourager. We you hear all the negativity in the world. We need some folks like you, you know, to, to encourage and motivate. So tell it, tell us a little bit about your journey and your, your story kind of uh, let us get to know you a little bit. Um, what's your background and, and kind of what are you doing now, Carl? Okay. Well, so uh, quick, just uh, overview is uh, I was born and raised in Hannibal, Missouri, kind of a, um, a Yankee, I guess, by birth. Uh, uh, moved around and ended up here in Mississippi back in uh, 1996. Uh, ended up in Baldwin working for a company there, uh, doing some um, marketing for them. And then, uh, you know, life just kind of changed directions. And uh, so I went uh, to work for a uh, furniture factory and then ended up with Cooper Tire um, where I'm still currently employed Um, but you know as life does at times they kind of throw you for a loop and here about a back in 2010 so about 10 years ago uh, simple thing I was uh, in Baldwin or excuse me in Guntown I was loading some firewood up in the back of a pickup truck Um, just happened to knock the uh, 
the little trailer hitch on, you know, on my shin. It hit my shin against a trailer hitch. And like any other guy, it, no big deal. Um, you know, broke the skin, nothing major. Well, it never did heal. Um, it, it just will not heal. And it just continued getting worse and continued getting worse. And um, I had a uh, clotting disorder. And at the time, I did not know how much it was affecting my veins. Well, as life progressed, you know, the uh, wounds would never heal. And it got to a point here in 2018 that I ended up having to make the decision of um, having my leg amputated at the knee. And so, you know, when, you know, most people, you know, when they have an amputation, it's majority of the time it's through a accident. Um, and, you know, they wake up in a hospital bed one day, you know, with missing a limb because of the accident. Well, me, you know, I, I had the opportunity to choose. Do I want to continue life um, the way I was living in pain or did I want to go ahead and, you know, amputate and, um, you know, change my direction of life? And so I went ahead and chose amputation. Uh, and, you know, it was, a, it was a big decision for myself and, you know, my family to make at that time. But, you know, uh, it had gotten to a point where life was just, I, I was just existing in life. I wasn't living life. And I knew this offered me an opportunity to get my life back. You know, um, I seen where, you know, people were succeeding with, uh, you know, prosthetics and everything. And so, you know, I made that decision. We had the surgery on November 14th of 2018. So I'm coming up on two years. Um, and at first I thought it would just be, you know, six weeks. I'd be in a new prosthetic and back to work, you know. Uh, unfortunately, you know, again, life threw another curveball. And, you know, throughout that situation, I had to determine whether I was going to um, let that define who I was and let the um, things that were happening to me get me down or was I going to overcome them? And, you know, I have to give the credit to God. You know, my faith in God is strong. Um, he, my faith in God, my uh, relationship with God is probably, you know, the most important thing in my life next to my family. And so I had depended, you know, I had to depend on him. And, you know, in the book of Nehemiah, it tells us, he, he said, he made a uh, comment, Nehemiah said, you know, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that's one of the verses that I had lived by over the process of these 10 years. You know, if I can have joy, if I can find the happiness, if I can find the joy in my situation and have the joy of the Lord in my heart, then it's going to strengthen me. It's going to give me the strength to continue on. And so um, ended up after having the uh, leg amputated in November, uh, in January, it ended up getting infected. The bone got infected um, and they had to do another uh, surgery, what they call revision surgery, where they took off a little bit more bone of the femur, a little more of the femur bone. And so, uh, you know, I went back to it and, you know, it, it was discouraging, you know I mean? Just because we show our, you know, our joy doesn't mean that we don't have dark days and doesn't mean that it doesn't get discouraging at times. Um, you know, I'm not going to be one to say that, you know, I don't have dark days. I do. Um, but I don't sit and waller in those days. I don't sit and stay there. So I had the revision. Things were going good. Um, you know, 2019, you know, I was on my way to heal up and get that prosthetic and get back on two feet, so to speak. Um, and so uh, all of a sudden I get my prosthetic and I'm wearing it for about two days 
and I have a sore on the backside of my stump. And I end up what they call spitting a stitch, mm. um, which is where uh, internal stitch has come out. And so, you know, that was kind of another setback, another, you know, another, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, um, I could say, why me? You know, why me, God? Um, but as I learned, why not me? You know, this is just another, another step in showing God's mercy and God's joy in my life. He's using me to be a, a witness for him. And so um, they, they pulled the stitch out and, you know, that was, I don't know, about June or June or July of that year. And I'm thinking, okay, a couple of weeks and I'll be back in that prosthetic. And, you know, I'm looking at 2020 and that place is still not healing up. And I'm sitting in the hospital one day in Birmingham and, you know, uh, I asked the surgeon, I said, hey, I said, you know, this, this place isn't healing up. I said, you know, it's not that it's, uh, you know, bleeding all the time. There's nothing coming out of it. It's just not healing. And so they look at it real close and there was another stitch in there. And, you know, so they pull that stitch out. And, you know, thankfully at that time I healed up and I was able to get my prosthetic. And, you know, I've, I've been with my prosthetic now for, uh, I don't know, several months, three or four months now. And, you know, I've through it all, I've learned that if you put your faith in God and you put your trust in God, then he will guide you and direct you and lead you in all your paths. You know, the, you know, the word of God is not just a book of fairy tales. It, it is, you know, his inspired word. And if you just put your trust and your faith in it, he will lead you and he, you will overcome. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff, man. And man, just hearing that, you, you know, November 14th, 2018, you, you had a tough decision. You made the decision, like you said, that you were just existing. And I want to dive into that here in just a little bit. But then you had a setback in January where it got infected. And then July and, and, and June, July, you had a stitch and then another stitch that was messed up. And then finally, now it feels like you're on the up and up. And yes. I, I wrote down what you said, you know, just because we show our joy, doesn't mean that we have dark days, but you don't stay there. And I think that's the point is where are you camping out at, right? Where right, are you spending right. time at, right? You know, nobody's on a, on, a, on a high peak all the time and nobody's in the valley all the time, right? There, there are highs and lows to life. But the point is, where are you camping out at? Where are you, where are you staying at, right? I, man, I, I just think that was great. I want to go back to that November 14th, though, right? And you had a decision. You said you're in a lot of pain, and, and your options were continue to live life in pain or to get the amputation. And I, I just really want to go kind of through your mindset there when that decision was was being made. Like, what, what were you kind of, you know, some people make pros and cons lists, but what were you seeing? What helped you make the decision? Honestly, Corey, um, it, it was one particular incident. Um, it was the night before we went to go see the surgeon. Um, had, the, had the appointment set up with the surgeon to discuss amputation. And I was hurting. I was in so much pain. I mean, I was, I was in tears and I was in, you know, just what can I do to make this pain go away? You know, I I've taken the max amount of pain pills. I've taken ibuprofen. I've done everything that I could do. And I turned to my wife and I said the one thing that I, I regret ever saying to her because I put her in a situation when I did. I turned to her and I said, go get the cast iron frying pan and knock me out. I wanted relief from the pain. Whatever it took to get that relief, 
I knew if I was knocked out, then I wouldn't feel the pain. And so the next day we're in the surgeon's office and we're talking about it. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he says, you know, Hey, you know, your situation, you're a perfect candidate for this. Your, your, your life will change in so many different ways, but you'll, you'll, you'll have a life that you'll be able to live. You won't just exist. You'll live. Hmm. And he said, let me, let me do it. Let me do something. Let me go set up an appointment for you to talk to this uh, amputee down at, at a hangar prosthetics. He himself has been an amputee for uh, since his childhood and let him, let me just let you set up and talk to him and get his, his opinion. And so when he went out of the room, I turned around and I asked Brandy, I said, "Hun, I said, uh, what do you think I should do? You know, what, what do you think I should do? And she looked and she started crying and she looked at me, she started crying and she said, I don't want you ever asking me to knock you out again. And I knew right then that, you know, I had to go through with it. I mean, you know, that was, it was, it had affected my life so negatively at that point that, um, you know, I've, I'm like you, I, I, I try to see the positive in everything. And it does sometimes, you know, my wife will be like, don't you know that there's negative in this world? <laughs> but, you know, um, I do, I try to see the positive in everything. But at that time, it just, it opened my eyes to how bad life had gotten for me as far as, you know, just existing. Yeah. And so when he came back in, you know, I told him, I said, let's, let's have the surgery. Let's, let's schedule it. And of course, um, he said, okay, we'll get you in first thing tomorrow morning. I said, whoa, doc, you know, <laughs> give me a couple of days to prepare for this, you know, okay, making the decisions ready. one thing. Right, right. And uh, so, you know, that that's what made that decision for me. You know, that's um, um, it, and, you know, it didn't just happen to me. It happened to my whole family. You know, my whole family's been affected by it. Um, we had just had um, child number five and she was three weeks old at the time. Oh, wow. And so I knew that, you know, that was going to be a uh, going to put more pressure, more responsibility on my wife. Um, I wouldn't be able to, you know carry my child across the room to soothe her, hmm. you know? So I knew that there was going to be, you know, other issues that were going to have to be dealt with. But again, you know, I, I knew that I could either sit on that couch and mope all day, or I could make a decision to move forward in life and to actually um, make a difference, not only in my life and my family's life, but make a difference in somebody else's life. Hmm. That's good stuff. I I, I want to touch base on uh, some motivation stuff, but also I, the the real question I want to ask you too is, you made that decision, right? Yes. And and had it, and then you had all these setbacks. Was there a twinkling of regret? What were your thoughts whenever you had some of the setbacks right there? You know, um, there was no regrets. I, I never had it. The only regret that I had was I would have wish I would have done it sooner. Um, you know, that is one thing that I, you know, can't go back, can't live in that regret, but you know, that is one regret that I did have. Um, but what made me, um, the, the kept me going, I guess, um, is the question you're asking is the fact that the first time I went back to work after the surgery, you know, Cooper was great to me. They, uh, allowed me to come in on crutches. Um, they made several accommodations for me, but, 
I was leaving the office and going to use the restroom and a guy came by on a forklift and he stopped me and he said, you know, I just want you to know I have so much respect for you and I don't know how you do it. I don't know. You know, most people would be at home on the couch. And I looked at him and I said, it's not me. It's God. You know, if I didn't have God in my life, I wouldn't be here today. I would be on the couch. And the doors that God has opened up to allow me to be a witness for him through this, that's what keeps me going. Because I know there's somebody else that's going to be in my situation one day, Corey, and they're going to need that inspiration because those dark days, like I said, they do come. And they're going to need me to be that light for them in that darkness. They're going to need that light that God has to shine through me. And, and for me to be able to say, hey, I know it's hard, but you're going to make it. You can make a difference in somebody else's life. Mm, that's so that's what keeps me going. That's good, man. You're going to be the you're going to be the guy from hanger for other people. Right. But there here, you go. here's the man. Here, here's something that you're touching on right here is, you know, you've heard some of my my stuff. I talk about don't should on people. Right. We Don't should right. on people. Don't tell people what they should do if you haven't done it yourself. Don't tell people what they should try if you haven't attempted it yourself. You can speak with authority on some things because you've been there and you've done that and you can tell people they should do some things, right? right. Here, here's a question I've got for you, right? There are a lot of people out there that are doing exactly what you said, just existing and they're not living life, right? And they're just kind of going through life existing, but they're not even going through a challenge or a setback. They're just at, you know, everyday life and just existing. I, any words of encouragement? You're an encourager. Any words of encouragement for somebody who's just existing and they've got something else in the tank and they're, they're just going through the motions? You know, it's, it's that first step. It's taking that first step. Um, it's, it's a mindset. If there's one thing that I've, you know, like you said, we've gotten to know each other better over the last couple months. Um, if there's one thing that I've learned from you, Corey, it's, it's everything's a mindset. It's how are you going to think, you know, as a man thinking, how are you going to think? What is your mindset going to be? And, you know, for somebody that's just existing, you know, you have to ask yourself the tough question. Are you happy with where you're at? And if you're not, what are you going to do to change that? You know, um, it's, you know, I, I say it all the time because I've lived it knowledge isn't power until you put it into action. You know, you can read all the self-help books you want. You can listen to all the podcasts you want. You can um, dream about doing this and you can have good intentions. But until you put those intentions into action, you're going to continue living life the same way you've always lived. And, you know, and I think that's one of the things that God has showed me throughout this process is, you know, um, God told Jeremiah, he said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. So he knew us before he even created us. He said, before I came out of the womb, I sanctified thee. He already sanctified us before we even, before we were even born. He knew what we were going to be. He, he put that anointing on us. And he said, I ordained you. I made you. I gave you the ability to become a prophet. So before you were born, Corey, before I was born. He already established those things in our life. Now it's up to us. Are we going to walk 
in that life that he has provided for us? Or are we going to settle for less? He knew you were, you know, he knew you had the leadership abilities, capabilities to lead people in this, you know, not only in this town and city, but in this state. You know, you go across state, you know, teaching leadership stuff. You have risen to what God ordained you to be, you know, and that's what I, I guess I would tell people is, you know, you are somebody, you are made for more, but it's up to you to walk in that calling. It's up to you to, um, you know, he gave you, he prepared you, he gave you the tools. He's, you know, sanctified you, he's ordained you. Now it's your turn to do what he's called you to do. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I appreciate you saying that. And that, but that, that is great. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, uh, one thing that we know is that, that God has put a call on our lives. He has things that he has for us and they're good, right? They are good things because he is yes. a good, good father, right? And um, yes. nobody can take that away, but you right. can give it up, right? Exactly. You can give it up. Um, real quick, I want to, I you got an eagle behind you. I'd like to hear what your thoughts on the eagle. But before, when I saw that, um, a funny thing popped up in my head. You know, we've got three small kids. We've got a nine, six, and four-year-old at the time of this. And, you know, we play the game of if you were an, if you were an animal, what animal would you be, right? And right. Uh, my wife, she, she says I would be a prairie dog. You know, <laughs> you know a little prairie dog, they put their head up and they just look around like that. You know, she says right. that's how I am when I hear the word opportunity. I just go around. I was like, no, I am an eagle, not no prairie dog. But I want to know, uh, what, what you, what's the eagle behind you? Um, I've always, uh, I always had a fascination, um, with eagles. And I think that developed from my childhood. I had a pastor that I highly respected and admired. And, um, he, he, uh, he had a fascination with eagles. And so I think that kind of developed from that point, but <clears throat> as I, as I researched eagles before and, and looked at them, um, they have keen vision. They can see while they're flying in that in the air over a lake or a stream or something like that, they have such a keen vision that when they swoop down, they know just when to claw that fish and bring it up. Um, and so, you know, and to soar, they, they, they soar higher than most birds do. They, um, in the thermal pockets. And just a few flaps of their wings will take them for miles because they get into those thermal pockets in the air and it allows them thermal pockets to carry them over the distance that they're flying. And um, to me, it just, it just amazed me at the ability that such a bird has and, you know, going to the zoo as a child and, you know, at seeing those birds, they're, they're huge. You know, when you think about it and when they actually do their wingspans, they're, they're gigantic birds. But to know that, you know, they rise above, when they see a storm, they rise above that storm mm. and fly above it so they don't have to weather that storm going through it. But, you know, sometimes we walk through a storm on our own choosing. You know, we, we don't intentionally choose it, I would say, but instead of finding a way around that storm or, or rising above that storm or that challenge, we just casually walk through it and allow it to beat us down. And, uh, you know, I, that's, I guess that's my fascination with the Eagles. I've, uh, I've got, that's not my only one, actually. Um, that's just the only one I have here in my office. Um, 
but I've always had a fascination with them. You know, that's, that's, if I collect one thing besides books, it's eagles. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. But those books help you fly like an eagle, right? Well, tell me, there you go. tell us, tell us what you're learning right now. What, what book are you reading? Uh, you may, maybe like me, you may have multiple books, but what all are you reading right now? What are you learning? Okay. So I am actually reading and I don't, I've told you before, I don't know where this book has been all my life, but the Traveler's gift by Andy Andrews. Yeah. I have, uh, I started it. I, what was it? A couple weeks ago now. I probably read it three times already. And then I go back to it every day um, because it, it, it gives you the principles for success. They, there's a, um, there's different principles at the end of each chapter. And, um, you know, the principle they call principles for success. The, one of the first ones is the buck stops here. Oh, oh, Harry Truman, you know, but, you know, I mean, it, it gives us that, 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 you know, we cannot let something continue on. If we have the ability to stop it, the buck stops with us. Mm. You know, we, we make that decision, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to allow it to keep going on or blame somebody else? You know, the buck stops with us, no matter where we put the blame on. Um, a book I just finished was uh, Extreme Ownership. That was a, um, wow, that was a, a, and I don't call many uh, uh, nonfiction books convicting, but that was a convicting book um, because, you know, it, it taught me to take ownership in my, in my life. Um, one, of the, uh, one of the things that really that I've been working on lately is taking ownership for the things that I say. You know, how do I, if I ask my child to do something, do I give them clear and precise instructions? If they only do half the job that I ask them to do, is it because I didn't, I, that I failed to communicate? And if I did, I've got to correct that. You know, hey, I didn't tell you to, I told you to unload the dishwasher, but I didn't tell you to load it. Well, most people would say, well, you know, that's common sense, love the dishwasher, but we are training children up, you know, um, and, and, you know, unless we tell them complete, simple instructions, they're not going to listen. You know, they got a million other things going through their mind at this age. And this is why they're, they're developing, you know, um, one of an, another book that I'm reading, um, actually I got it right here. Uh, and it's just one of my spiritual books is, uh, I am, it's a, uh, um, talking about the oneness of God. It's mm -hmm. a uh, book on the uh, Godhead. Um, and it's a, uh, you know, I try to keep at least two books going at all times. One that's a, uh, either a uh, motivational type book, business book, and then one that's a spiritual book. So I can keep a good balance going in my life. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love books. My wife looked at me the other day and said, you and those books. <laughs> I suggest, but I'm learning. I'm learning something, you know. That's uh, right. So yeah, I, uh, those, that's what I've read and am reading currently. Mm, that's good stuff. And, you know, as, as you know, we, we've been reading those in our Legacy Builders Men's Mastermind group, the Extreme Ownership and uh, Traveler's Gift. Traveler's Gift is one of my favorite books. I, I recommend reading it at least once a year and so good. It's one of those books that really made an impact on me in my life. And, you know, the Legacy Builders, you're a part of it. It's a men's group for men uh, yep. who are leaders, who are entrepreneurs, who want to be around other men who are uh, really, really wanting to grow and develop, but not at the expense of their faith, their family, or their fitness. And if any of you guys are interested in that, I'll have a link in the bottom. But what we're talking I about- I could say, 
Sorry, go ahead. I can say, if I could say one thing about that, you know, I've only been a member of it here for a few weeks now, but I've got to say that um, it's probably one of the best things that's happened to me here recently um, because it, it does, like you said, it puts you around men that are going to challenge you, mm. that they're going, they want to see you succeed. They want to see better of you. And so they're going to challenge you. And I was talking to somebody about it yesterday and they said, well, I don't know that I would want to go through that scrutiny. And I said, <laughs> you know, but if you want to better yourself, if you want to continue living the same way you're living, then yes, you know, don't be a part of it. But if it's something that you want to change that, you know, you are made for more, you know, and this will help you succeed in being around these men, being a part of this mastermind group, Corey, the last couple of weeks has really impacted my life and changed me for the better. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, something as simple as getting to bed on, you know, at a certain hour, a decent hour of the night, you know, it doesn't seem like it's a big thing, but it is, it makes a big difference. You know, um, somebody told me, it says, you know, your day starts when you go to bed um, in several different books that mentions that miracle morning. Um, and, but anyway, uh, you know, so this being a part of this, group has really challenged me to become a better man, a better father, a better husband, a better leader in my church. And so, um, you know, just kind of actually just telling you when, since you mentioned it and encouraging anybody out there that's listening, that does want to, um, do better and not settle for the same old, same old, you know, click that link in the, in the comment or click that link, you know, that you put on there because it will make a difference in your life. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, Carl. I really do. And, you know, the challenge is good, you know, and, and the guys in the group, you know, and I don't say this because it's something that, you know, I guess we started or I started or anything like that, but man, it is so, so needed. Guys need other men in their lives who, who desire growth, who want to put themselves in a position of growth and be around other smart, intelligent, driven guys who want to do the same thing. And here's one thing I found is if you put yourself in a position of growth, intentional growth, and if you, you talk about the guy who said, I don't want to go through that scrutiny, well, you know, challenge is tough. You know, coming out of a comfort zone is not comfortable, right? And, um, but there's love is at the center of it. And when you have that without love, that is brutal. But when you right. have that with love, there is exponential growth. Um, yeah. But one thing I wanted to kind of touch base on is in our traveler's gift, you said that the buck stops here is one of your kind of the one you're learning. One of my favorites, though, is um, is the one seek wisdom. Right. And and I love yeah. love the book of Proverbs. It's been I've been going through the book of Proverbs every day since January, you know, reading a proverb. And one thing I know about wisdom in the book of Proverbs, it says wisdom, it's lady wisdom, right? And wisdom needs to be pursued. And you think about our spouses, you know, you, you're married and I'm married. And um, when we were pursuing our wives, when we were younger and we, we were trying to go out on a date, you know, it was something that we were consumed with. We longed for, we looked forward to those times that we were connected and those kind of things. So wisdom is the same way. It, 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 it wants to be pursued. And that's why the principle in that book is seek wisdom. And uh, wisdom will be be found. It, it's you know I was reading today. It says wisdom is calling out for anybody who's wanting yes. who who is wanting to listen. But you have to seek it out. You have to pursue it. And um, 
anyway, anyway, that's probably my favorite principle in the book. Right, right yes. Um, you know, it, it, that, that saying goes, uh, show me the five people you keep closest to you and I'll show you your future. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, going back to that, that, um, both wisdom, you know, tying wisdom into that legacy builders, um, you know, having these men that you can seek wisdom from, because there's going to be, you know, there's going to be men in this group that are going to be stronger in areas that I'm weak in. And <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to have to seek that wisdom from them. You know, I'm going to have to learn it somewhere and having those group of men to, to seek that wisdom from, and, you know, the ability to be able to give the wisdom and godly wisdom that God has um, blessed me with to those, you know, other people, but it's got to be sought out, like you said, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's there for the giving, but we got to seek it, like you said, you know, and, and that's one of the things, you know, I, I like that you brought that out because it's one of those things that, um, that I have been doing the last, you know, couple months is, you know, seeking wisdom, asking, asking the, the questions that I don't know, you know, I'm at this crossroads, what do I do, you know, besides making that first step, now I've made that first step, so, um, you know, how do I get from, you know, step one to step two, you know, find those people that, that, you know, you can seek those wisdom out from, you know, and so, yeah, I think that's a great, you know, that book, I mean, to say, you know, one thing is my favorite out of that book, it's kind of hard to do because there's so much that, um, you know, that that's in there. It's just such a, for a, such a small book, it's so powerful. Yeah, it is. It is. Favorite principle, I guess, would be the one you're reading at that time, I guess. So, uh, yes. Carl, man, you have added a ton, a ton of value. And man, <clears throat> I think this is a podcast that uh, people need to go back and listen to and re-listen to uh, over and over again, because you had so much great stuff uh, that you shared with us. And so one last thought, um, if you had to give one last piece of advice, uh, what would that be? What, one last piece of word of encouragement or knowledge that you want to share with us? What would you share with us? I would share that, that um, you can do this. You can do this. It, it doesn't matter what the situation is, what, it, what aspect of your life that you want to apply this to, whatever it may be, you can do it. It's, it's having that mindset of there's more that God has purposed me on this earth for. And I know with the right tools, seeking the right wisdom, holding myself accountable, you can do it. There, there's, there's nothing that you cannot put your mind to. That, that's one of the, I guess, the biggest thing that I've learned. I, I see people, successful business leaders, the, you know, politicians, mayors, uh, just all these people. And I think, how did they get there? You know, what, what was it? You know, how can they do it? And I can't. And the thing that I come to realize they have the same fears as I. They have the same, you know, situations that come in their life. While they may not be, you know, they may not have lost a leg. They may have lost a spouse. They may have had something else go on in their life, you know. But no matter what it is, you can overcome it. You can do whatever you put your mind to. You've just got to make that first step. Mm, that's good stuff. Well, I appreciate you sharing. And Carl, you know, if somebody is going through a tough situation like what you've experienced, maybe they're they're contemplating uh, amputation or 
man, maybe, maybe you've shared a lot about how God has helped you through a difficult situation. Maybe they're going through a difficult season in life and they just need somebody who's been there. That, that's like you said, the eagle soar above the storm, but maybe they've soared and they're, they're, they're kind of in the clouds. They're in the storm. They just need somebody who's been there. Uh, how would somebody get in touch with you, Carl? Sure. Um, on social media, I'm on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Carl Shepard. Um, and then my uh, email, it's carlshepherd1392 at gmail.com. That's Carl, C-A-R-L, Shepherd, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D, all one word, 1392 at gmail.com. Awesome. Feel free to reach out, messenger, add me as a friend on Facebook or any of the social media platforms, and I'll be more than happy to sit down and talk with you, try to encourage you the best I can. Yes, you would. Well, I appreciate that, Carl. And you've done a, man, this has been uh, powerful and added a ton of value. And I really appreciate you taking the time out of her day and adding value to us. And I know you've added value to our listeners. So uh, make sure that you go and, and reach out to Carl, follow him on social media and, and support him in any way that, that you feel right and uh, reach out to him if if you feel led to. And uh, make sure you subscribe to Principles with Corey and Logan so you can stay up to date with any of the upcoming episodes. And if you are interested in a being a legacy builder, if you are a leader or an entrepreneur, click the link below. There's an application process. We, we tried to um, keep the integrity of the group by that way, but we'd love to speak to you. And we're all about developing leaders who are going to go out and develop other people and make an impact in their community and, and the people they come in contact with. So thank you guys. Thank you again, Carl. Uh, awesome, awesome today. And you guys have a great day and God bless. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself, audit yourself, and change your life? Hey, guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment. Please subscribe. Give us a rate and review on your listening platform. And, hey, we value your feedback, and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?